A Liturgy for Good Friday, the first reflection, based on John, chapter 18, verses 1 to 14. Matthew, Mark and Luke all tell us that on the first Good Friday, darkness fell between noon and three in the afternoon. Today, as we mark those last three hours of Jesus' earthly life, we enter that dark place embraced by Jesus out of love for the world. In the first part of the Passion reading from John, we're reminded of the details of Jesus' arrest. It was from this that this sequence of events in his trial and crucifixion quickly unfolded. But it was in the Garden of Gethsemane, in the events leading to his arrest, that Jesus' all-embracing love for the world truly came to the fore. We see that the Son of God abandoned himself into the hands of his Father. He made himself powerless, thereby identifying himself with the powerless. As we recall today, the outcome of Jesus' loving self-sacrifice was his being put to death by those around him in the most humiliating and cruel way. The theologian Jürgen Moltmann made this observation. When God became man in Jesus of Nazareth, he not only entered the limited, finite situation of humanity, but in his death on the cross, he also entered the situation of human God-forsakenness. And yet, as the Franciscan Father Andrew wrote, there always have been, and always will be, many different conceptions of God. But the only one that has real weight is his who really knew God. Our Lord's sense of God was that of his Father, and he knew his Father in the experience of his own human nature. It was not as the second person of the Trinity, but as the Son of Man, that his experience of his Father and ours was realised. In our first reading from Isaiah, we hear a little of the person scholars identify as the suffering servant. We may see the Son of Man in the description rendered by Isaiah, in particular in the words, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, he did not open his mouth. The writer, Mark Oakley, picks up on this theme, suggesting it is said that the majority of human communication is non-verbal. It is the same with the sacred revelation. Christ on the cross displays a God and his suffering love against all our better judgments and understandings. This is God's body language, non-verbal, expressive, communicating. As we enter the darkness of these three hours, I offer this exploration of abandonment by Sheila Cassidy in her book, Light from the Dark Valley. Jesus says, Father, I abandon myself into your hands. What does it mean to abandon oneself to God? What is an abandonment experience? Is it leaving oneself on God's doorstep, walking into the rest of life, not allowing anxiety, fear, frustration to prevail? Is it expecting God to keep one warm, secure, safe and unharmed? Is that abandonment? Abandonment is not just hanging loose, it is letting go. It is a severing of the strings by which one manipulates, controls, administrates the forces of one's life. 
Abandonment is managing nothing, blocking or blotting out nothing, expecting nothing. Abandonment is receiving all things the way one receives a gift, with opened hands and opened heart. Abandonment to God is the climactic point in any person's life. There is nothing left to do, no place to go. Death has occurred. So, as we are confronted afresh with the overwhelming nature of God's unconditional love for us in Christ, we also acknowledge our own tendency to test and even to reject him. Our own wickedness blinds us at times too. But in the light of Christ, we can begin to see the blindness and thoughtlessness which may be causing us to let him down. Our natural response must surely be to seek God's forgiveness, to say with the psalmist, Have mercy on me, O God, in your great goodness, according to the abundance of your compassion, blot out my offences. And then, as unworthy recipients of the abundance of God's compassion, how can we not have compassion on those who sin against us? No one, not even Christ Jesus, can forgive others for us. We have to do it ourselves. Perhaps this is the day to start and follow Christ on that hard path of forbearance. This is the day, and this is the place, to see in the light of Christ the cost of God's unending love for and forgiveness of us all. In the silence that follows, and gathered as we are at the foot of the cross, let us ask that God's love and forgiveness may shine within us as lights to the world. And let us pray for those who sin against us. Thanks be to God. Amen.